0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio, it's time for the GNFCC 400 Insider. Connect, build, and grow with the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. Hello, and welcome to the GNFCC 400 Insider, the monthly radio show and podcast presented by the Greater North Fulton Chamber. I'm Callie Boatwright, President and CEO of the Greater North Fulton Chamber. And today we will be discussing our 2020 Chamber Year in Review and our plans for 2021 with both our current and future chairs. First, we have Alan Najar, our 2020 Chairman of the Board and Director of Business Development at Smith and Howard. Welcome, Alan. Thank you. We also have with us the incoming chair for 2021, Lindsay Petrini. Lindsay is the Vice President and Chief Operating Officer at WellStars North Fulton Hospital. Hi, Lindsay. Hey, Callie. I am so glad to have you both with me today. It's it's a, a lucky person that gets to work with both their current outstanding chairman of the board and have a connection with the person who's going to take the reins in the next year. And frankly, for me, it's awesome, even even better, because you all were part of the reason that I took this job two and a half years ago. Um, You all were so supportive, and I could tell really had a passion for this organization. And certainly, you have demonstrated that since I've been here by by leading. Um, I want to start with just having you tell me a little bit about yourself your background, and what led you to the leadership path that you're on now and in in your current position. And Lindsay, I'm going to go with ladies first.
1: Okay. Okay. So um, I have been in the healthcare business uh, for over 20 years now. So um, I came out of college and began working in a hospital. And I know For most individuals, hospitals do not sound like um, really any place you would like to be. But I was very immediately taken by the mission. I was also very taken by the fact that you have such high educated people as neurosurgeons. And then you have folks that are running the physical plant, the EBS folks, and those types of individuals that give to the overall care of the community. And, And I was really taken by that and really wanted to be a part of that mission and lead that mission. So I, I personally have um, walked into a hospital that day at 21 years old and I've never looked back, just in, enjoyed every minute of, of the commitment to the community and caring for, for people. As far as um, my personal background, I am uh, not just an operating officer, I am also a mother. Um, I am originally from Hot Springs, Arkansas. I have an undergraduate degree in uh, mass communication and a master's in journalism. So my dad used to ask me why he spent all that money for me to read, write and talk um, that I should have probably learned that in the first 12 years of school. So um, but I have uh, came up through the marketing department in a hospital and um, have two wonderful stepchildren that um, are 20 years old. She is a volunteer at the University of Knoxville, Morgan, a 17 year old um, son who is a junior at Woodward Academy, and then um, a almost two year old who is my own, um, Lydia, who is uh, 21 months. And definitely, um, I, I truly believe looking at her at this age, she is going to be a future leader herself. She is um, very confident and uh, very opinionated. So um, many, many prayers from anyone on the phone who's had to deal with an opinionated, um, confident two-year-old in their life. So um, my husband, John, and I live in Atlanta. I've been a part of North Bolton Hospital for uh, 15 years and really became a part of the chamber very early on with leadership North Bolton and have just felt that sense of community as it expands beyond the hospital but the impact that the hospital has on the community itself and really a desire to give back. So I'm just very excited to be given this opportunity next year with the chaper.
0: Well, we're excited that you're going to be leading us next year. And I'm even more excited now to know that you have an up and coming leader in your house. And and so it's nice to have that, that pipeline coming through. I was going to ask you how, about the challenges of COVID, but it sounds like I need to ask you about the challenges of having a two-year-old. <laughs> it is a lot to balance. Um, so we certainly appreciate everything that you've put into the chamber and what you're going to bring next year. Um, and now it's a chance for our current chairman of the board and, um, my boss to tell us a little bit about himself and what led him to become, uh, this distinguished position for the chamber, Alan.
2: Well, thank you, Kelly. And, um, I'll start by saying I can't think of anybody better to be the chair next year than Lindsay. I've known her for many years. It seems like it's a lot longer than that, but she clearly has what it takes to uh, take this chamber to another level. And I just could not be happier for the chamber and for Lindsay. But uh, to answer your questions, Kelly, I was born in Virginia. I grew up in Atlanta. I graduated from Lakeside High School and then later, eventually, the University of Georgia. My best learning and growing experiences were a stint in the Marine Corps after my sophomore year in college. I later finished school on the GI Bill and started a banking career across the state of Georgia in the early 70s. I'm currently the regional, excuse me, I'm currently the uh, director of business development for Smith & Howard, which is a regional CPA firm with a national and an international presence. My wife, Donna, and I celebrated our 45th wedding anniversary this past Summer, we have two grown children. Our daughter, Jessica, and our son-in-law live in Birmingham. And my son, Jeff, also a Marine Corps veteran, lives in Miami. Um, To your question, Callie, on what was my path to leadership, I would say it was probably being in the right place at the right time without a whole lot of planning on my part. It just worked out, and I've been very, very fortunate. But as I look at a path to leadership, it started by observing successful leaders that I had trusted and were willing to follow along the way. I learned from them the value of clearly identifying goals, articulating a vision, and and defining the desired future state for the organization. I learned that leaders clear the path to success by developing strategies, tactics, and working with the team to accomplish their goals. Leaders, I believe, must carefully pick a team that plans the battle and does not battle the plan. So when necessary, change out personnel and match talent to task. I think that's absolutely important and critical for an organization to survive. Mm-hmm. Leaders have to set the tone, set the pace, accept the responsibility, and share the credit with the team when good success happens. So I've been, again, very fortunate to be in the right place at the right time and could not have had a better background and none of it was scripted.
0: I, uh, I appreciate all that you've put in and thank you for your service. I know your Marine service gave you a lot of leadership skills as well. And Lindsay, you mentioned mission driven. So you both are, are definitely drinking from the Kool-Aid that makes tremendous leaders. We just appreciate that you've chosen to, to lead vol- as a volunteer leader here. Um, Alan, let's talk a little bit about this year, this interesting year of 2020. Um and the accomplishments and the challenges that this chamber has encountered during that t- this time. Um, of course, during this season, we've faced unprecedented times uh, and continue to do our best to keep the business community really thriving uh, here in North Fulton. Uh, we, of course, had to get creative and pivot, which you both know is one of my least favorite words now. Um, we still, this year, were able to grow by t- nearly 240 new members and have 76% of our members who have have maintained their membership here and and their retention rate, which is exceptional in the chamber world. Um, And so, Alan, during all of this, you got to hear from uh, from me as your CEO and the team about all of the things that were happening. And um, really, we were learning as we went. Can you tell me a little bit about how it's been serving this year as chair, as the volunteer leader during all this, and some of the things that really made your time with us unique this year.
2: Sure, thanks, Callie. Uh, Having been involved with this chamber for probably 17 or 18 years, I've carefully studied management and the leadership from the board level of the chamber. And as I look at those that came before me and the opportunity that I had in 2020, I think it was absolutely the best year ever to be a chamber chair for a really good organization. Um, As I look at when we went into March the 13th to 14th, Governor Kemp shut everything down. We didn't panic. We reacted very calmly to the COVID shutdown. Uh, The board unanimously supported a solid management team and let them let you run the chamber. Um, We remain very appreciative to prior governance and management for the strong financial position that we have to where there were zero financial worries about the financial solvency of the organization. Um, And I'm really pleased with the way your team has adapted your methods and your styles of communicating with and convening members. It's uncharted waters, but the assessment of where we were and what to do um, really, really did turn out well. Um, I couldn't be happier with the focus on the key areas of the teams you put in place to deal with economic recovery. Um, and I think we as a board and you as a management, the senior management person recognized that the chamber needs to be more essential and relevant than ever. And December the 31st is not the end of the game. We zoomed into 2020. We're going to very carefully and deliberately zoom out of 2021 with a plan to remain indispensable to our members. So the best is yet to come. And with the leadership of you, Callie and Lindsay chairing the board, um, Good times
0: were hit. Well, I appreciate your confidence because certainly that was the most um, interesting Friday the 13th I've ever had <laughs> when, when that all occurred. And I would say my team felt the same. So it was good to have a, a strong, set, steady leader in place who, as I was calling and, and asking and bouncing things off of, you were great during that time. So I'm just so appreciative because, you know, there are a lot of different ways that could have gone. We certainly could have shut our doors and said, hey, we're going to, we're going to hunker down. Um, we didn't. And to have your support during a time that we were literally creating new things on the fly was really, really instrumental. And you hit the nail on the head. So this doesn't end December 31st, which means Lindsay coming in in 2021, although obviously she's been working with us all this year as well. So it's, it's certainly nothing new to her, but Lindsay with a challenging 2020 comes a potential with potential more concerns or different concerns in 2021. Um, What do you think is most important to the vision that you have for 2021 as it relates to North Bolton and, and the chamber and what we
1: can do? Well, I think the first thing is to reflect and be thoughtful about what worked really well in 2020 um, with you and Alan's leadership. And there's so many um, ground and foundational work that you and Alan um, worked on that will set us up for success in 2021. And, and you are right. It is not going to be over when the clock strikes midnight, how much we all wish it would be um but that the pandemic will continue and so we we have to look next year at how we intend to reimagine redesign and and reemerge and those three words um were words that you and I focused on at our board retreat and will continue through this next year how do we begin to come back um in a safe environment And how do we utilize the strength um, of our members that we gain from being a regional chamber uh, to support those businesses with that growth? There there are so many examples this past year where the, the numbers and importance of having a regional chamber was evident. We were able to mobilize and provide information to businesses, both large and small, very quickly. Um, during this pandemic to support them um, as uh, many pivots were taken, and I don't like that word either, but there's really no other word to use. Um, Those types of resources came to members faster because we were a larger organization, and we are, um, I think, the importance of recognizing not just the strength of a regional chamber, but the strength of the region we represent. Um, We have just tremendous cities, tremendous municipalities, tremendous leaders, and how do we continue that um, and ebb and flow into the next year safely? And I think that's the the importance um, of our chamber, the importance of what we have to connect on and work next year. That we take those, um, you know, several. Uh, so all our members, uh, I think there's fifteen hundred of them total. Uh, total, um, how do we take those members and? Um, Help them feel that strength, and help them know that we are locked arm in arm as we reemerge next year um, into what I am extremely hopeful. I am an, an optimist. Um, will be a very successful year um, for North Bolton, and despite it all, we did have um, I think a, a lot of successes last year. Um, again, to Alan and Callie's um, you know work but also to the strength of the chamber in the community we represent.
0: And I think that um, that the community that we're in, uh, Lindsay, you made a good point, with the six cities that we're, we're very um, blessed to have great relationships with and leadership in those cities. And so their willingness to collaborate together and with us to really Um, do some things collaboratively like our um, surveys that we did with all the economic development directors to really find out what the pulse of businesses was. And you're right, this region has certainly fared better than most, but we want to also make sure that we focus on, there are, you know, there are companies that are winners in this, um, in this season, um, who've done very well because of the type of businesses that they are and being in a technology area, we, we see that. Um, but we also know that some of our small businesses certainly. We've heard from our our restaurateurs. We've had a number of Zoom calls with them, telling us how difficult it is to maintain not just their business but their employees. Right? It's about the people at the end of the day, and and so you know we continue to to want to work and and do what we can for them. Um, Alan, you you were instrumental when when we decided that. We wanted to sort of turn on the chamber for everybody, whether they were paying members or not, for for just a a period of time, not forever. Um, When this happened in March, we felt like the information that we were providing was good for everyone. and, And as a community leader, it was the right thing to do. And you were incredibly supportive about that. Do you mind just making a couple of comments about the fact that, I mean, it was the right time to be there for everybody, whether they were members at that time or not?
2: Sure, happy to do that. As as we assessed the members in our community businesses, the small ones and the big ones, we took a look at the situations they were in, and many of them did not have the lifelines that they would have if they were a Chairman's Club member or even a regular member of our chamber, but they are so important to the business fabric of North Fulton. We felt like anything we learned and heard that was worth sharing, we needed to share it and make it available. I think uh, it's almost unanimous that our members supported each other and they've been very good about sharing information. I've been privileged to serve on the Cash Flow and economic recovery task force. And a lot of the focus has been on the PPP loans and bringing liquidity to the marketplace, but there's other aspects of keeping businesses solvent. So I think we've thrown a wide net out there and we have resources that will uh, help the community heal. And as Lindsay said, continue to let it be one of the most prosperous areas in the metro area of the country. Yeah, the and Chambers I, need to do what they need to do to support the businesses in their community.
0: Agreed. And I think that recovery is the the main thing that we're all focused on right now, um, regardless of, of where you sit in that line. Um, so as we, we get to uh, the end of the year and the transition of chairman, uh, Alan, what advice would you give to Lindsay for a successful 2021. And and the caveat to that is, it's almost like the subtitle is, what do you wish you'd known before you started all of this?
2: (laughs) Well, I was very lucky to have the support of um, Bill Bland, Roger Lesby, many, many of the former board chairs that serve on our board in various capacities. And they were a tremendous resource to me when I had Questions, particularly a lot of the legal issues, I would go to some of the attorneys on the board, Lee Tucker in particular, and they were just very generous with their advice. John Herbert, same thing. But my advice to Lindsay is be yourself. I don't have any advice for you unless you ask for it. I have complete confidence in your ability to be an excellent chair and you're a proven leader. But if, if you were to ask, and since Callie asked, I guess, on your behalf, if I would throw a couple of things out there. Um, You already do them, Lindsay. I would just encourage you to do what you did, getting ready for today. You prepare in advance and you lead by example. Um, As you oversee board meetings in 2021, I think you should regularly reaffirm the chamber's mission statement, which is to be the recognized leader for business growth, talent development, and regional prosperity. And remind your board members, too, that our vision is to be the premier business organization driving member and community success. I think the more you can emphasize that, the more we will practice it in our, in our daily lives. Um, I think you should remind the board, too, that while management created the strategic plan, they presented it to us on December the 1st. The board now owns that strategic plan, and you're the uh, overseer of that and, and uh, responsible for helping the board support Callie and her team on implementing that. Uh, I remember when you, Callie, and I rode to Columbus, and let it be known that Callie and Lindsay sat in the front seat. I sat in the back seat. I think that was prophetic of where we're going to be in 2021. (laughs) Lindsay and Callie still in the front seat. I'm in the back seat. But um, as we looked at other successful chambers around the state, uh, a theme that came out of that was dream big together. You've got such a tremendous wealth of resources on your chamber board. Um, Get them together. Get them to open up. Bring big together, and I think we will sort of some new heights that we don't really see today. Um, I think you've been very effective in in understanding that the board governs, but staff manages. Um, mm-hmm. With uh, the emphasis that I've seen you place, um, I think continued support the focus on the next generation of members and and leaders for our board is critical and. We started down the path of becoming an accredited chamber, so you and I saw a lot of those things that we should aspire to We're well on the way to get there. So we just keep the focus on that path to accreditation. We've got, in my opinion, the best chamber in the state of Georgia. We just need to get officially recognized. So if you need advice, I'm here anytime you want it. But you'll never get me unsolicited advice from me because I have complete supreme confidence in your ability to be a wonderful chair.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you. He's they're like the greatest cheerleader and that's one of the <laughs> such a great chair this year. Um, Alan, thank you. Your advice for Lindsay is is outstanding and I've always taken I mean you, the similar advice obviously as I've uh, worked with you over the last years um, as mm-hmm. well, you've always been tremendously supportive, which I appreciate very much. So Lindsay, here we are. Um, you're about to take the reins. What in the world motivated you to say yes and to lead the chamber? You run the operations for an entire hospital, which right now, my goodness, we know is a very difficult time with all the responsibility that, responsibilities that you already have on professionally and personally with, with your two-year-old. Um, how do you plan to manage it all and what really motivates you to do
1: this? So a couple of different things, you know, I mentioned um, community and mission early on and the chamber really heavily aligns with that feeling of community and mission that I have for the hospital. I've, I've been a part of the North Bolton community for 15 years. I've only lived in Georgia 15 years. So um, I have a, a huge sense of um, responsibility and loyalty to the North Bolton community that has supported me, um, for all these years. So I would say that's, that's, um, really one of the key reasons. The other thing is honestly, my grandfather was a chamber member. My great grandfather was a chamber president, chamber chairman. I have a long standing line of family members that believe in the chamber. So, um, I think it's just sort of in my DNA to support the chamber. Um, because that was the responsibility that my father, my grandfather, and my great grandfather believed in, and so um, there's there's just that instinctive type of um, person in me that believes in the mission of what a chamber brings to a community, and being able to represent one with the strength um, of the Greater North Fulton Chamber and the reputation, um, I just think is a is a is a true honor. Um, with all the responsibilities, yes, I. Uh, I definitely feel like this past year, had I been the chair when we had a pandemic hit at a hospital, I'm not sure if I would be um, sitting here as uh, calm and collected as I am right now. We definitely had a very challenging year and continue to do that. But I, I think that um, how I managed to take, take it all on is I do have a tremendous amount um, of support, both personally and professionally. Um, from my president, John Paul, who is very supportive of me taking this on to the other John in my life, my husband, who um, is always at my side and always supportive. So I would say, you know, you just learn over time to, to wear different hats. And as long as you firmly believe that what you're doing is for the greater good and for the betterment of the community and the people that I think we, we all should feel a sense of service um, then, then I think you're able to manage it. And, and honestly, that is, that is truly the core intent of what made me want to take it on. Um, what makes me come into work every day and why I enjoy it so much is that at the end of the day, if you know what you're doing is for the betterment of beyond you, um, then it's not really a job.
0: You know, what, what you both said in, in different ways is it's not about you. Um, it's about this community and, and the businesses and supporting those businesses. And I think that's that's at the end of the day. It is truly about as as you said about community and mission and and that's where we are. I am so grateful, Alan, <clears throat> to have worked with you over the last year. I know you're not going anywhere because you remain on our executive committee as the immediate past chair. As a matter of fact, our chairman emeritus, which are the chairs that you mentioned, a lot of those gentlemen and ladies um, have sort of reaffirmed their support of the chamber and are creating a chairman emeritus group, which you're going to go work with. You want to talk just real briefly about that?
2: Sure, our planning session, uh, as I mentioned, we had seven or eight former uh, chairs of this chamber board, then we had a chance to sit and, and talk about not what would we do if it was our turn, because we've already had our turn, it's Lindsay's turn, it's Callie's turn, what can we do to support them? And as, as we look at our chamber in a couple of years approaching being 50 years old, we've identified 34 of the 47 past chairs. Our goal is to work with um, those that we know and fill in those banks quickly. And Callie and and Lindsay, what we plan on is having just a resource board for you that have the same altruistic goals that you do. Let's do what we need to do so that the chamber has perpetuity. And how can we help you as the leader of the board? And how can we help Callie as the leader of the organization do what they need to do?
0: Well, We're blessed. I think that's
2: going to be a lot of fun. There's a tremendous amount of wisdom in that group and, I'm energized every time I'm around.
0: Them. Yes, I we're really excited um, from a staff capacity to be able to re-engage these folks. And and so I'm really looking forward to that first meeting. I think that's going to be, as you said, a lot of fun and a lot of great um passion for this organization and history in that group. So it's it's really very exciting, especially as you mentioned, with a 50th anniversary coming um in 2023. I appreciate so much both of you being on with us today. And um, I want to make sure that our audience knows where to find you. So um, if you want to give your your website um, or your uh, email address, social media, so that folks know where to find you, that would be great. Alan with Smith & Howard, where's the best place for them to find out about Smith & Howard or contact
2: you? If you just go to the Smith & Howard website, all my contact information is on there. Um, Cali staff has my home address. They have my cell phone number and my email address. Um, you're welcome to contact me anytime, anywhere. Um, I use LinkedIn a good bit. Um, big advocate for email. Um, I use my cell phone a lot since I set up my office at the house 18 months ago, and I rarely use my landline at the office anymore. And uh, I can tell you with 100% certainty, you will never find me on Facebook. So if you're checking for me on Facebook, you won't find me. That's not an option.
0: That's about the only option that is not available though. You're right. You're <clears throat> always available, which is great.
2: Yeah. And can uh, you had asked me once too, uh, you know, if uh, if I, what did I need to know? What would I like to have known before I started out 2020? Yeah. Um, nothing. But if I had, to go back and look at one thing that i didn't know i think i would have learned how to use zoom quicker but as you've done as Lindsay's done as john does uh, you, you got to approach every day as as you see it and react adapt and improvise Lindsay, you've certainly done that for hospital john you've done it with your business radio x and callie you've certainly done it with the chamber so uh, take each day at a time and trust what you learned along the way and give it your best shot it will work out
0: That's right. And if not, we're great innovators now. So that's, we got that in our back pocket. Lindsay, how about you? How can we reach you at Wellstar?
1: So you can always email me. It is lindsay.katrini at wellstar.org. Also, it's uh, pretty easy to find me on LinkedIn. And I know many people already um, have uh, from the board and and from the relationships through the chamber. So that always is a a really easy place um, to find me. And of course the chamber, And Callie would know where to find me as well. Um, But I I just want to, again, commend Alan for just such an amazing job this past year and his uh, professionalism, his poise and his optimism and his positivity is, is tough to follow. It's um, it has been an absolute pleasure to watch him um, this past year as chair. And he's been such a, huge supporter of the chamber and i i've heard i know i've said it before he's been the ultimate pinch hitter at times he's always willing to do whatever he needs to to support this chamber and so just many um kudos to him for just a wonderful wonderful year and um and just setting the stage so so well for 2021
2: thank you very much yeah.
1: thank
0: you lindsay Alan, you are indeed much loved, so I know you're not going anywhere, so we're keeping you for as long as we can, Lindsay and I already decided.
2: I feel very honored to serve on your executive committee next year, so count me all in. That's not going to change.
0: I love it. Well, thank you to both of you for being my guests today. I also want to thank all of our listeners for joining us on the GNFCC 400 Insider, presented, of course, by the Greater North Fulton Chamber. To listen to this show again or to hear any of our previous episodes, visit gnfcc400insider.com. And to find out more about the Greater North Fulton Chamber events and programs, you can visit gnfcc.com. Until next time, I'm Callie Boatwright, and this has been the GNFCC 400 Insider on Business Radio X.